that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Well, good afternoon. It's Carol Stanley here on Tacoma's radio station, KLAY 1180 on your AM dial or KLAY 1180.com. Anybody can listen to us anywhere in the world uh, on that uh, URL, if you will, KLAY1180.com. That URL will be... uh, is available to anybody listening in anytime you want. And so I encourage you on Sunday afternoons, Pacific time from two to three, to join us. <clears throat> we always have interesting guests and we have a lot of fun. <laughs> That's the other thing we like to do is have fun and give you some really good things to think about. Uh, some excellent things. We try and keep you up on what's going on in our communities and just what's going on around us because it's so important to stay in touch with what's going on in your own community. And as always, I'm going to begin today with Jesus Calling, my favorite of all time. Excuse me. It's allergy season and stuff in your throat. But it's my favorite devotional of all time. So I'm going to share with you today Jesus Calling Jesus says this to us, seek my face at the beginning of your day. This practice enables you to put me on and wear me throughout the day. Most people put on clothes soon after arising from bed. Similarly, and the sooner you put me on by communicating with me, the better prepared you are for whatever comes your way. Boy, I, and again, a personal note here, I have so seen that to be true. If I get up and I am thankful and I, and I thank the Lord for this day, for my eyes opening up, for one thing, <clears throat> then <clears throat> it helps <clears throat> to put me in touch with that thankful, you know, when you're thankful in your mind, your whole body physiology changes as well. It's a tremendous thing. And again, <clears throat> Spirit of God drives your mind, mind drives brain, and brain drives body. So when you wake up and you choose to be thankful and think about the Lord and actually read some scripture and put him on, welcome him into your day, welcome him into your life. It's just a fabulous thing. So to continue to wear me, quote unquote, is essentially to have my mind, to think my thoughts, Ask the Holy Spirit to control your thinking. Be transformed by this renewal within you. Thus you are well equipped to face whatever people and situations I bring your way. Clothing your mind in me is your best preparation for each day. This discipline brings joy and peace to you and those around you. And that is taken from Psalm 27, 8. Romans 13, 14, and <clears throat> Colossians three twelve, And I'm going to read those to you now. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. That's the psalm. 
Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. That's the Romans. And therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with what I call, personal note, what I call the Colossians clothes. And they are compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, and overall, clothe yourself in love. That's the Colossians. Again, I love this particular devotion because it points us back to the fact that we are uh, body, mind, spirit, and how powerful and important it is that we allow God to direct all of us, meaning he directs us in our spirit, especially when you are connected to the power source, which is him, is Jesus Christ, and now you have the power source of God, the Holy Spirit. You have the whole enchilada, which is so cool because it that's his promise to us. When we accept and love the Lord Jesus, you get everything. <clears throat> and it's such a powerful and wonderful thing. Today, as you know, this whole weekend is around Memorial Day. And a lot of people ask, okay, so when is Memorial Day? Well, it's the last Monday of May. And of course, this year, it's tomorrow, May 28th. And I want to share with you, I've got my, rattling my papers here. I want to share with you a little of the history in the background. The custom of honoring ancestors by cleaning cemeteries and decorating graves is an ancient and worldwide tradition. But the specific origin of, (coughs) excuse me. Excuse me, goodness. <coughs> the uh, tradition, the specific origin of Memorial Day or Decoration Day as it was first known, it, that's all unclear. In early rural America, this duty of cleaning and decorating graves was usually <coughs> performed in late summer and was an occasion for family reunions and picnics. After <coughs> the Civil War, excuse me. <coughs> And take a quick break here. <coughs> that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those noes to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253 951 
888-813-3879. Are you turning 65, just moved to this area, or on Medicare? Katherine Evans of Strategic Sound Solutions is a licensed insurance agent that specializes in Medicare Advantage plans, Medicare Supplement Insurance, and Part D prescription drug plans. Katherine would be honored to sit down with you and go over all of them with you so you will know which plan best suits your needs and budget. Contact Katherine Evans today at 253-861-2959. Again, that's 253-861-2959. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence. Well, I'm back and I hope <laughs> that my silly allergies don't nail me again. Anyway, let me finish this up. Uh, the traditions and the all, all around Memorial Day. Because it's so easy to confuse Memorial Day and Veterans Day, and so I wanna I wanna share those differences with you. In, again, as I had started to say earlier, in early rural America, this duty of, you know, taking care of the cemeteries and decorating graves was usually performed in late summer and was an occasion for family reunions and picnics. After the Civil War, America's need for a secular patriotic ceremony to honor its military dead became very prominent. As monuments to fallen soldiers were erected and dedicated and ceremonies centering on the decoration of soldiers' graves were held in towns and cities throughout our nation. After World War I, the day expanded to honor those who have died in all American wars. So, no less than 25 places have been named in connection with the origin of Memorial Day, and states observe the holiday on different dates. In 1971, though, Memorial Day became a national holiday by an act of Congress. It is now celebrated on the last Monday in May. Alrighty. Now, the poppies that you'll see around, especially today and tomorrow, tomorrow is the actual day, the wearing of poppies in honor of America's war dead is traditionally done on Memorial Day, not Veterans Day. Uh, and again, Veterans Day is in November, and it's to honor veterans. While we do acknowledge and honor those who have died uh, as veterans, with memor or pardon me, Veterans Day is all about honoring veterans alive and dead. The origin of the red poppy as a modern day symbol of this day was actually the idea of an American woman, Miss Moina Michael. Uh, and you can read about her, certainly. But in war-torn battles, the red poppy, the red field poppy, was one of the first plants to grow. Its seeds scattered in the wind and sat dormant on the ground, only germinating when the ground is disturbed, as it was by the very brutal fighting during World War One. The practice of wearing, uh, the practice of wearing poppies, was further inspired by the poem, "In Flanders Fields." 
written in 1915 by Canadian soldier John McRae. He saw the, p- the poppies in burials around his artillery position in Belgium. Today, poppies are both the symbol of loss of life as a symbol of re- as a symbol of recovery and new life, especially in support of those servicemen who were damaged physically or emotionally. And now I'd like to share with you uh, in Flanders Field, because it's just a lovely poem. And then I'm going to introduce our guest. But in Flanders Field by John McRae, May 1915, it says this, In Flanders Fields the poppies blow between the crosses, row on row. That mark our place, and in the sky, the larks still bravely singing fly. Scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw, The torch be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders' fields. So it's an admonition to all of us to never forget all those precious men and women who have gone before us to give us our freedom. The reason we can sit here, I can be here on the radio, that my guest can be here you know, freely in studio is because of what those men and women have done, gone before us and died for us to make this all happen. Many people confuse Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Memorial Day is the day for remembering the and honoring military personnel who died in the service of their country, particularly those who died in battle as a result of wounds sustained in battle. While those who died are also remembered, Veterans Day is the day set aside to thank and honor all who served in wartime or peacetime, and whether they died or survived. Veterans Day is always observed officially on November 11th, regardless of the day of the week it falls on, where Memorial Day is always the last uh, Monday in May. So with that, I am going, I just, I'm proud as punch to welcome and have you experience today, Mary Locke. Mary, welcome. Um, thank you. Yes, I want you to get closer to the mic there. All right. Okay. So Mary, uh, Mary is here in, uh, in response really to what's going on in our culture and in our uh, community. And so... There has been a statement made. In fact, Linda Harvey of Mission America said it best when she wrote, children are on the front lines, front lines of a raging culture war. And I'm going to repeat that. Children are on the front lines of a raging culture war. Mary, explain a little bit about that. The raging culture war is when um, young children are the targets of abortion activists and of gay activists. Aha. Uh-huh. And that is, uh, oh my gosh, it's an outrageous promotion of homosexuality that's going on in our schools right now and of abortion. And so I'm going to start, I'm just going to, I want to get all these points because I became strongly aware of this, thanks to you, um, just a few weeks ago. And I want all of our listeners to be really aware of what's happening 
Some school staff members have crossed the line. Is that correct? Um, yes, very much. Yeah. So tell me, uh, it's who's advocating? Um, there's a teacher's group called G-L-S-E-N. Okay. And that stands for Gay, Lesbian, Straight ne- Education Network. And um, there's school staff members that are putting around rainbow flags and rainbow stickers. And it's just um, promoting homosexuality in the schools. And it's a captive audience. So they've, they've just got a free reign. That is, yeah, the... Uh they have an unprecedented access to the captive audience in our public schools of our kids, our children. Ugh. And I know one of the things, um, So okay, so they put up the rainbow sign and they put up the little stickers <coughs> uh, claiming that they're safe places for kids to come talk about, about same sex, right? Right. Why not have, and again, this is just me thinking, but why not have safe stickers by all teachers, straight teachers, which we would assume would be in our schools. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but anyway, so that children know they can come and be safe to talk about anything. Um, I think with all teachers, they're pretty much considered counselors, so all teachers are available to students. It's the teachers that have the rainbow um, sticker, sticker mm-hmm. the tiny little rainbow sticker. That's an indication that you can go in and have a private conversation with a teacher that advocates for homosexuality. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's <laughs> all I can say to that. Holy cow. Um, wow. Okay, so outside adults, we're, we're saying the outside Outside adults, what do you mean by that? Outside adults, it's the teachers in school, right? Yeah, it's the mostly in the schools is what I'm concerned about. Um, the outside adults can take children to, to abortions during the school day, and outside adults can give students um, business cards to off-site um, gay support groups. Wow. Um, there's a gay support group in Tacoma called Oasis. Um, yeah, and there's a hot link people can go to f- to find out more about that, right? Um, what is that? Do you know? Is it Oasis? Oasis Youth Center. I think you can just Google Oasis yeah, Youth, Youth Center. Center. Yeah. And that's for um, <coughs> children and, ad- and adults up to age 22 to go and have a support center for um, homosexual attraction. Okay. Um, the thing that, again, one of the pieces of data that you shared with me, I, it, it kind of blew my mind, is the 13, age 13 rule says that parents lose their parental rights at age 13 in our schools. That is shocking. They do, and at age 13 you can get private counseling, and those counselors don't have to share the information with the parents. So age 13, you can get an abortion during the school day without parental knowledge. Age 13, you can talk to counselors about homosexual attraction and not go right to the parents. And with homosexual attraction, you'd want to know what the how, where the family stands. Well, um, of course. Yeah. But if they're they're not even considering, in other words, they've cut 
us, the parents, out of the loop. That's that's ooh, that makes me that makes my blood boil. Yeah, bad. It really does because what I know from deep psychological study, uh, and again, this is, comes from other experts in the field. I don't claim to be the expert, but by George, I'm aware of their information. And the at age 13, just when a kid kind of goes, not kind of, when he does go into hu- puberty. He or she, they go into puberty. That's a natural experimentation time of development. I mean, that all of us as human beings go through. And it's meant to be, to to go into it, but to pass through it healthily and not be confused at that point in time. In other words, it's meant to be that a child is going to pass through this natural experimentation time. But because of having healthy Uh, and I'm saying that word very strongly, healthy role models in their lives to help them really uh, identify with maleness and male-to-female attraction and the reverse of that, female-to-male attraction. When when a child passes through that with healthy, and I'm going to just say it, healthy straight people around them, then they, they can roll through that and not get confused or get derailed. But it's extremely a vulnerable time, and it can kids can be derailed. Would you not agree? Um, I agree with that quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, kids can get derailed, and it's because the gay activists are pre- are are really preying on that period of time in their lives where they can derail them, and they do so readily. Yes, and I've um, I went into a a middle school, and I asked the um, gay club advisor if she presented the genderbred and the genderbred PDF is um, it's a it's a document where you can pick your gender like you identify how male you are and how female you are in different categories and one of the categories is sexual attraction so you're actually going to a middle school teacher talking about genderbred mm-hmm. and your sexual attraction and so I asked this one teacher advisor if this is what she promoted and um, she wouldn't tell me it was they said I didn't have a right to know and she took it to the principal holy cats I'd have gone I'd have marched right into that principal and said what do you mean I can't have access to this information if this is being taught in your school I should know Yes, and that that teacher somehow guarded the information, and she caught me off guard, so I didn't push it further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, my goodness. I guess what I'm trying to say here is that we as the public and the parents and the grandparents and the aunts and uncles, et cetera, of these children that are in our lives, we need to stand up and walk in and demand to know what's being taught. I want you to explain more to me about the gen, because again, you you meant you you mentioned something, genderbred, and where does that come from? Um, well, um, I found a copy of it, and I looked it up on the internet, so you can look it up yourself. It's genderbred PDF. That's genderbred PDF. So you look it up, and I saw it, and basically. A pretty confusing it's item. a ginger but okay but what I wanted you to explain was when you look at this document you will see a little gingerbread man it's yeah. a gingerbread cookie if you will mm-hmm. that then has all these different explanations of what 
he or it is. <laughs> yeah, and if you look at the genderbred, <clears throat> genderbred on there, and it's got a circle on the crotch, so then you identify your sexuality. So that's a symbol that you identify your sexuality. And so they go over different items, and it's femaleness or maleness, who are you attracted to romantically, who are you attracted to sexually, how do you feel today more masculine or more feminine. And also, um, I've heard it described as they're trying to identify their personality, and it's coming up as sexual orientation is your personality for the day. Holy mackerel. Oh, boy. All the psychological profiles of personality out there <clears throat> will never go in. They will never ID you sexually. Um, that's, oh, wow. I mean, I could be on my horse on this one, let yeah. me tell you. Because uh, the, other, the other thing that happens, not only can these kids be really confused at this puberty age, at the onset of puberty, uh, and, and all through, really, all through that kind of 13, 14, 15, 16, you know, 17 yeah. time period, is that when you say, you know, I, I had an absolute best girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And I can remember this. I can remember um, her wanting to experiment with me sexually. And I said, absolutely not. But I do remember... And my brother, I know that the guys, that the brother, my brother going through that, that the boys were experimenting and the girls were experimenting. That I know. And again, it's part of natural development. Mm -hmm. Now, we had, thank God, you know, our mom and dad were just solid, beautiful people. And so we had really good role models to roll through that time and land safely <laughs> in yeah. femaleness or maleness, right? Yeah. And But if you were to ask any of us kids going through that time, what at any given day, who you're attracted to, well, holy crap, you're going to get a plethora of answers, and it means nothing. Yeah. It means they're naturally going through this experimental time. And so you really don't want to probe and get them thinking that they are this, that, or the other thing, other than they popped out of the womb female or they popped out of the womb male, period. Oh, my God. I mean, that is just really something else. You'd never want to, because this is what happens from, again, the psychological experts. When you, if my girlfriend and I had sexualized our relationship, mm -hmm. it would have really mucked with our brains. Mm -hmm. The center of the brain where sex, again, you know, it's uh, drugs, <laughs> drug addiction, sex addiction, all happen in the same little spot in the brain. But the point here is, is that once you sexualize a relationship, same-sex relationship, you start really mucking with your ability to bond mm -hmm. with an opposite sex. You muck with your whole attraction piece. You muck with your absolute DNA, how you're wired. Mm -hmm. And God never designed us to get totally confused like that. Yeah. Never designed us to get confused. Can we get confused? Yeah. If, if we've got adults preying on these kids, mm -hmm. telling them it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's not. Yeah. They'll never roll through that and land normal if they get confused at that point. Yeah, and it's, wow. it's sad to go through schools and see, you know, all the rainbow signs and all the little, they're not absolutely everywhere, but they're strategically planted. And... Um, so it's just really sad. And the one that really bothers me most is the 
the little triangle gay um, safe space sticker um, because that's really bold. I mean, you that means you can go walk into that teacher and have a private conversation, and that's excluding the parents. It's just it's excluding parents. It's ex- it's excluding straight teachers. It's excluding everybody that can help that child move through normally. Oh, boy. Anyway, we got to take another quick break, so we will do that, and we'll come right back. Please join us again. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Do you have enough life insurance? Catherine Evans of Strategic Sound Solutions is a licensed insurance agent and has over 20 years experience helping people like you with life insurance, final expense, and can help you grow your retirement money with minimal risk. Catherine will guide you in developing a personal financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is so easy to talk with. Contact Catherine today at 253-861-2959 or on the web at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence. Well, we're back this afternoon, and it's a lovely afternoon, Sunday, and here we are at KLAY 1180 on your AM dial or KLAY dot. Pardon me, KLAY 1180 dot com. Wherever you are, you can listen to us on your devices or your radio. It doesn't matter. Uh, Anywhere in the world you can tune in to us. We are here from 2 to 3 Pacific time on Sunday afternoons with that special touch of God's excellence. And we're talking today with Mary Locke. And she is uh, with Choose Life Washington. And you can get a hold of her at Choose Life Washington. Well, Choose Life WA at gmail.com. Again, Choose Life wa at gmail.com so mary we were talking about ah what's going on in the schools with so-called sex ed it's <laughs> it's really an out and out i love what we started with the the 
Our children are on the front lines, uh, front lines of a raging culture war. We live in a culture where absolutely anything goes. Would you not agree? That's what it looks like. Good boy. And something that caught my eye is um, the Life Site News report of in Minnesota. Tell us about that. Okay. Um, let's see. And during the Minis- it's called the Minnesota Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was this mother's um, 16-year-old child was getting hormone treatments to become a female, and this was without parental permission. So she, what the Minnesota mom did was she sued the school because the school was assisting and facilitating the um, female hormone program, and so she sued the school and lost. because. And then he went on to continue turning into a female holy cow see that the fact that that drugs can be passed out hormones can be passed out and given to these children because they still are children Mm -hmm. let's face it until until in fact the brain development doesn't even finish developing in a 25 wow yeah how about that yeah and so you've got their kids basically they don't have their frontal cortex fully developed till they're 25. So decision-making mm-hmm. is not completely done yet. They're still so in process. And, oh, my goodness, this can and, all be so – go ahead. Well, they can't – they shouldn't be making a permanent decision no. as they can erase. No, that's right. Until, you know, let them do their thing later, like right. – closer to 30 where they can actually yes go ahead and the hormones actually will sterilize a person so it's um it's a permanent decision in a lot of ways and it can sterilize yeah well of course if a male starts taking you know female hormones that you bet it does in fact that's how they treat uh cancer of testicular and uh, prostate cancer is they basically you know start giving you some female hormones and take the testosterone away to to shut that activity of the testosterone down wow and so yeah anyway (laughs) we're just talking about all kinds of things today (coughs) drugging children without parental knowledge though that really bugs me and the fact that that some of these kids these girls can be taken off campus and have an abortion and no the parent has no clue boy yeah, that and, and i talked to a mom from <laughs> seattle that that happened to and they took the child the 15 year old off campus to have an abortion and the mother looked up the attendance record for that day and the seattle school had fudged it and said she was in her classes all those days wow so they lied on top of it yeah wow if you're listening to this out there, I so encourage you, get a hold of Mary and get a hold of your school district and f- march into the principal's office, find out what's going on. Because it will shock your it'll shock you. I mean, holy mackerel. And you know, we as believers have oh, we have every right by God himself to to be responsible and take hold of what's happening to our children. If we blindly turn our kids over to people that we don't agree with or don't want 
to to indoctrinate and confuse and wipe our kids out. Holy cow. I mean, yeah, get a hold of Mary. She's at ChooseLifeWA at gmail.com. I can't stress that enough. Get a hold of Mary. She's She will email you back. Uh, if you email her at ChooseLifeWA at gmail.com, she will email you back some hot links where you can look and, and find out what's really going on. When I looked at some of those links, Mary, I was totally pushed back in my chair and taken aback. I could not believe what I was reading, Yeah, how bad it is. So, And we have some school districts uh, meetings coming up, don't we? Um, yes, I've gone to the Federal School Board, yes. and I asked him some really straightforward questions. I had him in writing, and um, I turned him into the school board, and I called the school, and I was told the school board can get questions, but it's up to them if they want to answer it or not. So those are public service people. They've been elected, but they won't be transparent enough to let us know where they stand. And I've dropped the letters off. I've dropped the questions off in paper form to them twice. And then I emailed the questions to them. And I'm still waiting for some transparency and some answers. Getting some answers back. But they're not even responding. Is that correct? There's no response. I had to call wow. the school and find out they won't respond so far. Yeah. And I guess teachers can confidentially give uh, business cards for off-campus homosexual meetings, too, right? Yes, that's right. That's um, the Oasis Club. The Oasis. Oh, man. you got to look that one up, you guys. That'll that'll curl your hair, too. Yeah. Wow. So I want you to explain. Uh, you had made, you know, because I had some little things that you had sent me so we could have things to talk about today. And so school homosexual clubs are mostly called GSA, which stands for Gay Straight Alliance. Now, it's supposed to be for both homosexuals and straight kids, right, and heterosexual right. to mix. But the truth of it is that doesn't happen, right? The groups have a school staff member to be their advisor, the topic of who you are sexually attracted to, and this is what I want you to explain, because the statement made here is the topic of who you are sexually attracted to could go south and cross the line and become obscenity speech, which is a legal liability for the school, right? So explain that. Well, I think um, if, if a teacher's teaching sex ed, they've got some protections, legal protections. And if a teacher's in a gay straight alliance, if they're in an after school club, it is not sex ed. So there's some liability that the teacher would have. And if they're talking about who they're sexually attracted to and then get a little farther in the conversation, there's some potential for liability for the teacher. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Hmm. Too bad we don't have <laughs> ears in the room. That would be, yeah. Well, okay, so, <clears throat> oh my goodness. And then there is this group called Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network as well, right? Yes, that's right. It's called G-L-S-E-N, mm -hmm. and it's the Gay, Lesbian, <clears throat> Education Network. And um, they get millions of dollars of funding from um, all sorts of sources, and they get some big funding from gay billionaires. So money goes into GLSEN, they're activists. So money goes in, and then the money goes out, and the money is not traceable. They don't, G 
GLSEN doesn't tell us where they get their money. and Nor where it goes, right? Right. So that's really, the way you've described it, it's really legal mon- money laundering. Yes, it is. It's like a pack. Because um, it's untraceable dollars. Right. Oh. And it's all targeted, dead-on aim towards the little children in the public schools. Wow. And again, the confusion element is so diabolical at that it i mean that's they're targeting why aren't they targeting adults because adults know better i mean or perhaps right the point here is that they are targeting innocent children that are very vulnerable to being confused and totally mucked up at at those developmental stages oh my goodness uh and I, I remember listening to Dr. Dobson talk about this and the different psychologists that he's tied into. And it was, I mean, they described it very dramatically as to what happens and, and how natural it is for kids to do some experimenting. But yeah. you don't want to target them and get them totally mucked up and confused. Yeah. You Holy don't want to encourage the wrong behaviors. And no. you don't want to, if somebody's sexually attracted to somebody at such a young age, you need to tell everybody abstinence and wait until you're older. Right on, yeah. No, I agree totally with mm-hmm. that. And, uh, but again, I mean, it's natural. I I was, yeah. I've always admired pretty girls, and I'm a girl, hello, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna go to bed with them. Yeah. You know, uh, something, praise God, was inside of me, and I think it was just the Lord's prompting, to be honest with you, that warned me not not to go there because of the uh, danger yeah. of m- messing my own brain up. And so, um, oh my gosh, mm, these, some of these things just really disturb me. Ah. Um, okay, this is something I wanted to for sure. Uh, so a G-L-E-S-N slash gay activist teacher group, um, they do not approve of, right, any ministry help or a good psychological help they don't really want anybody uh that could possibly help these kids and and keep them you know safe through this time period they don't want any of that to happen right no religion no nothing right right? officially glsen Mm -hmm. does not um like the transitional ministries or transformational ministries. So they don't like it when you take a child to a psychologist and the psychologist works on getting them back to the heterosexual lifestyle. So GLSEN does not like that. They're apparently intimidated by it. Well, yeah, because the psychologists that are that understand, truly understand this transition, normal transition of all human beings at puberty, mm-hmm. right, for instance, uh, no, because it's, it's going to muck up their their agenda. They want more kids to be screwed up like they are. Yeah. They want them to be <laughs> screwed up. I I, just, I don't know how else to say that. And um, and I know. Oh my goodness! I know that I know that I know that that is. Um, I, okay, so they they had, and I know that some of you out there have heard some of this. You know what? It's time to take a break. So I'll come back with this in just a moment. Come right back. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. 
that special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Do you have Medicare questions? Well, Katherine Evans of Strategic Sound Solutions is a licensed insurance agent. She is available to assist you in navigating and understanding the A, B, C, and Ds of Medicare. And here's more great news. Katherine does not charge for her services and she is available throughout the year to ensure you understand all the services that Medicare provides. Let Catherine be your Medicare information resource today. Contact her at 253-861-2959 or on the web at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence. Okay, in you. we're back, and I'm going to finish my sentence. <laughs> we were talking about how the uh, GL. Let's see, how does it is G? Where am I? GLESN. That's Gay Lesbian Educational Straight. Straight network. Oh, network. Holy cow. Anyway, um, that they don't want anybody interfering with their agenda. They don't want psychologists. They don't want uh, Christian leaders. They don't want anybody messing with these kids, which is why they've cut us out of the conversation. And yes, we've heard about, um, you know, some uh, back a few years ago, there were some groups that were doing some really crazy things to gay kids, uh, trying to straighten them out. And but it was abusive, right? What we're what we're Mary and I are talking about is healthy psychologists that are not abusive, that truly understand what's going on, and understand what the child really needs to help him pass through this puberty time. Again, from 13 to about really 20 or, or more years, uh, it's it's a very strongly transitional time of identifying with um, your sexuality and so forth. And you can be so confused at that point. So you really need the help of healthy psychologists and Christian leaders and people who really love and care about these kids to help keep them uh, developing appropriately, Right healthily let's put it that way uh so at any rate i just wanted to clear that up that we all have heard about the abusive piece but that's not that that doesn't happen uh that's a rare thing that that got really blown up 
and it has nothing to do with what you know the majority of us as caring parents and and christian leaders are about something that just blew both of us away uh, mary and i both was um again school staff members like to keep the parents out of the loop and dan this is a gay activist named dan savage said this and we're going to quote the genius of his approach using YouTube, Facebook, and the Internet, plus the public schools, is that, quote, we're talking to these kids whether their parents want us to or not. They can't stop us anymore, unquote. That, if that doesn't curl your hair, I don't know what will. Again, it's a very militant agenda piece that they are, uh, af- that they are acting in, and... We as Christians, we as parents that want our kids to develop healthily, we need to, instead of being duped and dopes, we need to stand up and demand to know what in the heck is being taught for real and demand to be part of it, not pushed out the back door. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Mary, I so... Oh, my goodness. I so appreciate. Uh, so, Mary, I want you to go back. Two years ago, tell me what happened. Um, it was about two years ago I found a gender-bred document, and I believe it came from the school. It came from some advisor, and it ended up in our house. Um, it's a document aimed at young children, and it says there are more than two genders. And the gender-bred document um, I took to the middle school counselor, and the middle school counselor and the principal would not um, let me know if that's what they teach or not. They just shut up, and they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't talk on a base of liability. Wow, but I've seen the document as well, and it again, you've got to get a hold of Mary Locke, and you can get a hold of her by going by emailing her, choose life wa at gmail dot com. That's Mary Locke, but it's you, your email address is choosewa at gmail.com. Very, very important. Get a hold of Mary because she can really fill you in. Um, I know that there, there is, it, it, you know, you've got to get your hand on this gingerbread document. Gender, gingerbread, oh my gosh. It's a little gingerbread, man, but it's, there's so much to that. I mean, it's a, a whole booklet. And the gender-bred image, if you will, uh, is enough to curl your hair. (laughs) Um, Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Let's see. Yes. So I'm I'm just looking at notes here. But at any rate, I do want to uh, share with you that Dr. James Dobson is a well-known and well-thought-of psychologist and he's imploring Christian parents to pull the pull their children literally from the public schools to protect them from the pos, the progressive anti-Christian teaching. It's not only anti-Christian; it's just diabolically. Uh, oh, what's the word I want? It's diabolically in the faces of these kids. Numbers. They're just this is shoved down their throats, literally, and the only way to combat it really is yes we can get strong and walk in there and demand some things but uh, as the uh, defiantness of the other side 
you know, children are truly on the front line, front lines of a raging culture war. Our kids are at risk here, hugely. Right. Go ahead. And I, um, Dr. James Dobson mm-hmm. um, said it's at the point where you take your kids out of the schools if you can, because public schools, their agenda or what's happening in public schools, because the society at large is accepting homosexual marriage and the society at large accepts abortion. So the public schools default to those positions. So it's our basic, it's our culture. It's not just the schools, it's our culture. But the schools have the kids for a huge amount of time. So while they're in school, they're getting one message. And if they come home and get a different message, you're competing. They've got more time with your child than Than you you do. do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. In a day's time, you bet they do. And, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyway, we're basically, you know, Im- imploring you to if you know what, if you have any questions the last few minutes here, do call in. Um, we we welcome that. And otherwise, you know what, we we just so appreciate uh, Mary. I so appreciate your being okay. here with all the information you have. Any other thoughts? Last few thoughts? No, just keep in mind it is a huge culture war and the children are the targets. Um, They're just too little of children to be dealing with what comes up. Yeah, because this is not only at the junior high, you know, the middle school and junior high age. I mean, yes, they're really targeting those kids. But it's earlier than that, right? Yes, I know of a um, teacher that took all the students, like the kindergartners and the first graders, and did a presentation that said there's all sorts of different families. So that happened at one of the elementary schools that I'm aware of. So the classes were brought in and the teacher taught about all the different family styles like grandmas and grandpas, two dads, two moms. Yeah. Foster. What what would happen? I'm just curious and if you know, you may not know the answer to this, but if a teacher uh, you know, was a strong believer and so forth and just and did not want to teach this curriculum to the students. I mean, talking about families is one thing because that's happening in, in the culture at large. But targeting these kids as to the fact that they could be gay or that they, you know, that abortion's fine and yada, 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 right? Um, if, if I, as a teacher, did not want to teach that, what would happen to me? Um, I think you'd... You'd um, you'd have to support it in some way if there was a. If okay, there was a we've got it. we do have a caller, so all oh, right. Oh, okay, great. All right, Patrick, you're on. Hi, this is pa- Patricia. Oh, Patricia. Okay, forgive me. That's okay. I'm listening to your show, it's a great show. Very interesting. I just noticed as you were talking about the counseling um, for the kids. Yes. That they outlawed the state just outlawed any possibility for people to get counseling if they want if they feel gay and want to be straight they are no longer counselors can no longer counsel them in the state of the washington to do that you're it's kidding against the law no it's just wow. past the season yeah oh my goodness patricia in olympia so it's really quite a big deal that is a huge deal yeah it is anything else you know patricia that would be helpful <laughs> here oh my goodness <gasps> Well, probably, but there's a, that's a lot of what oh you know, I just, I'm shocked by that and, and, and the fact that people don't have the right information. 
Yes, absolutely. Not just about abortion, especially. They don't have the right information about the post-abortion trauma. Oh, my God, yes. And I did just hear a presentation about people that do have the the sex change done for kids, young kids, that later on when they decide they don't want it anymore, when they grow up, that is not covered in our media. We don't know people change their minds, but then they can't do anything about it. They've lost their organs. They had their surgeries, and they can't switch back again. And oh that's my not God. publicized. Yeah. And that happened to the high percentage, apparently. So anyway, wow. Lots of to know. Well, Patricia, thank you so much for calling in. I deeply appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to hear the rest of what you were going to say, so finish. <laughs> okay, we will. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow, <laughs> that was awfully nice of Patricia to call in and give us that added piece. Holy cats. <laughs> oh, but well, you know what? We are just winding up here because we, we have to be off in just a couple seconds here. So thank you, Mary. And thank please you. get a hold of Mary Locke. Okay. Choose life, wa at gmail.com. God bless you all. I'll see you next Sunday. That special touch of God's excellence in you.